Hello and welcome to the SportsGrade podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. And joining me, as always in the studio, is the amateur footballer, Ruben Williams. How are you, mate? G'day, Ryan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. The footy season's about to kick off. I'm just praying my hamstring's going to keep me in good stead for this season, but excited to get stuck in once again. Very much so, mate. Uh, my hamstrings, I wouldn't want to go for a run at the moment because I would be severely worried They're tired. that they might go. They're so tired. <laughs> let's get on with it. This is a huge episode. Uh, so if you want to learn more about who we are, feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn. Or if you want to ask us any questions in depth, jump into the sports grad community, which is on fire. It's going moment. off, Ryan. Absolutely going off. I got word the other day that Olivia Newman has just got a job as a marketing coordinator at Netball Australia, which is fantastic for her to land her first full-time job there. Wow. I've also got word before from our member, Sarah Preddy, who is a superstar, you know, really active in the community. She's just landed a job at Cricket Australia in their customer service team. So that is seriously exciting for those two quality individuals that have been in our community for 100%. a long time now. Imagine having a casual job, just doing a couple of hours here and there at Cricket Australia in between the other things wow. you got going on. It's literally the perfect foot in the door. Absolutely. So, so awesome. if you want to get your foot in the sports industry, then jump into the sports grad community. It's a brilliant place for you to meet like-minded people, connect with people hiring in sport, and just develop yourself professionally. There really is something for everyone inside. So head to the link in our show notes to get involved with that. Fantastic. Rubes. Big episode today. What are we? Uh, what are we going to be doing, Ryan? Today we're talking about six strategies to differentiate yourself. Now, differentiate your, yourself is something that everyone keeps talking about. I want to stand out. I want to separate myself from the pack. It's a bit of a buzzword that, as people try to get their foot in the door, this is what they're looking to do. So, we've come up with six ways that you can separate yourself from the other people at university, from the other people at other universities, and from the people who aren't at universities at all all gunning for the same jobs. Fantastic. Ruse, before we jump in, a quick tip before we get cracking. Uh, our good friends at Deakin University, we know we love their support. So if you're currently studying or you've just finished studying, having a postgrad qualification in sports management on your resume can give you a huge leg up over other potential candidates applying for the same role. So if you want to pump up your resume and get specialised knowledge in all areas of sport, Take a look at Deakin's postgrad qualifications. Their Master of Business in Sports Management is not one of, but the best one in Australia, ranked at number one. So add a postgrad to your resume, and that is our tip for the episode. There's a great differentiator just to start with, Ryan. Exactly. Let's get <laughs> cracking. Let's do it. All right. Number one, articulate why you want to work in sport and find a way to tell a story around this. Now, Ryan, the reason why you want to do that is because it gives yourself a reason for people to connect with you. Mm. If, when you can tell a story about why you want to work in sport, the reasons why it's meaningful to you and really scratch into it, go dig, dig really deep, then people can buy into what you're trying to tell them. Um, and so one of the fundamental things with this is that a really clear vision on what you want to do and why is more attractive than a skill set. Mm. You know, you're better off saying, oh, I really want to work for the North Melbourne Football Club because... Um, when I was 11 years old, my mum used to take me to Arden Street and we'd go and watch the team practice every Tuesday morning and that created special time with my mum that allowed me to form a really close bond with her. Like mm. that's, that's really cool. Rather than saying uh, I'm a digital marketing specialist and I know how to use SEO and Google ads and all these other different things, like that's important, yes. 
Yeah. But I'm connecting with the person who's gone to football training at Arden Street with their mum and then mm. I'm listening to what else they've got to say about what they can do. So um, articulate why you, want to st- why you want to work in sport and find ways to tell a story around it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones that sets you apart from the rest. It's actually having the meaning behind why you want to get there. Mm. It's not just I want a job and I love sport. It's got to be something beneath that. So I, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Number two is to network. Now, I'm sure everyone's heard this before, but I'm just going to hit home on a couple of different things. Number one is that 80% of jobs, 80% Ryan, live in the hidden job market. So if you really want number, massive number. So if you really just want to like play the odds, you know, go to where, mm. go to where the numbers are. Um, but the beauty of networking as well not, is not only will you find 80% of jobs in sport, it's where you really start to learn about sport. When you yeah. start to talk to the people inside Cricket Australia, inside the AFL, inside the NRL, that's where you learn about what is going on. And that gives you the information to make better career decisions, to give you information that's relevant to interviews um, and just forms your view of the sports industry that helps you, you know, have a fulfilling career. So what you want to do is network, not just for now, because if you network now, you find the right person will help you get your foot in the door. But you want to network for the future, yeah. Because you never know when someone's going to come back down the tr- down the line and help you later on, yeah. For example, one one bloke who's networked for the immediate benefits has been Lachlan Croft. Now, Lachlan Croft is a member of the sports grad community, and he met a bloke called Nathan Peroni on one of our speed networking nights, and mm. Nathan alerted him to the fact that there's a job going at the AFL in my team right now. We need more customer support people um, in our team. He told Lachlan about it. He then helped Lachlan apply for the job and now yeah. Lachlan is working inside the AFL and none of his friends can believe it. <laughs> it, it really is as simple as that. Yeah. It really is. Like, And I love what you said there around the education piece. Like, There's only so much you can read about working in sport. Mm. There's only so much that other people could you know, say like, oh, yeah, you should work there, you should work there. You're not going to know about all this information unless you hear it from the people who are inside. Mm. You're going to learn so much more when you're meeting people who are actually doing the jobs Mm. than you would just looking at job ads. Yeah. Like it just scratches the surface. So it's the best way to learn. Absolutely. And then, you know, network for the future as well. So one of the recent podcast Mm. guests that we've had on the show has been Michael Wolfert. Now, he's, he works at the Cincinnati Bengals who just played in the Super Bowl. And I met him in 2017 on a study tour to the US. Yeah. And I just want to say hi, get to know him. We were on this study tour together and we formed a great friendship. I did not know that in four or five years down the track, he would be working for one of the teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So when at that point in time as well, I had no idea I'd be doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But when the two lined up, I thought, let's get Michael on the show to talk about what it's like working for a team in the Super Bowl. And so that just became an incredibly handy contact to have at the time. So network for the immediate and for the future. Yep, absolutely love it. Number three is join a committee. And the reason you want to do this is because it's an extra line on your resume that university didn't prescribe for you. They will give you a line that says you completed a bachelor's degree. They'll give you a line that says... I had to do my industry hours, my placements for 140 hours during the first semester of my third year. But they won't tell you 
to go out and volunteer at a grassroots club. However, when you get to the sports industry and they ask you, what are your credentials? What have you done? If you've mm. joined a committee and you've spent a couple of seasons on the committee of a grassroots club, you have more experience than the person next to you who hasn't done that. And what you know, what's more is that it shows the initiative you've got to kind of take it upon yourself to do more work. Um, within that as well, you've got opportunities to demonstrate your leadership, your creative thinking as well. And you're now putting yourself ahead of the other people who are just telling, who are just doing what university has told them. So number three is get out there and join a committee. I love that. I, I honestly think when I was on my committee in Perth, when I li- just left school, I was like, you know, let's, I need this is the, uh, the Scarborough Sharks, the mighty club. Scarborough Sharks. Uh, <laughs> you know, I joined my cricket club committee, and it was just awesome to have the experience of a grassroots club decision making. You know, dealing with conflict. Not that you know we have huge conflict at Scarborough, <laughs> but you know, you deal with those things at committee meetings and things like that, where you just wouldn't get that before you entered a job. So it's so important to get that then because it's kind of like the dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's experience for real life. Uh, that you won't get ahead. And the other thing is every sport has some sort of grassroots element. So they all see that as a really strong part of your identity as well. Like this guy or this girl has come in and said, you know, I've worked at my grassroots club and I'm helping the sport. Every every sport wants to see grassroots thrive. Mm. So if you've gone and had that experience, they automatically give that green tick. That's so true. Every sport wants more volunteers. If you're contributing to that, that's a good thing. Absolutely. Number four is post to LinkedIn regularly. Now, some of the reasons why you want to do this is after you've gone out and created connections, you've gone out and networked, you want to try and stay top of mind. Essentially, you LinkedIn is a way for you to market yourself. So, for example, one of the typical ways that people use to market themselves is with a resume or a cover letter. Yeah. And they're marketing themselves to an audience of one or two people at a time every time they submit a job application. But when you put yourself out there on LinkedIn, there are thousands, millions of people on LinkedIn. So when you create a profile and put up a post, that can be seen yeah. by a thousand people at one time. So it's a way for you to kind of scale your influence with the people who could potentially hire you. And it allows you to stay top of mind in a really efficient way with the people who you've already met. So that can lead to more job opportunities and it also leads you to more people which can help you learn faster. For example, just the other day, um, I put out a post and connected with a bloke who used to be um, a senior executive at Cricket New South Wales. And we just had a chat for about 45 minutes about how sports grad was going, some of the things that he's been up to in his career. He gave me different perspectives on what it was Mm. like working at cricket. Uh, He used to work for the Newcastle Jets as well. Um, and it was just an awesome way to connect with somebody else. And this was through LinkedIn. So it's a fantastic place for you to kind of build your online brand, to meet new people, to network quickly, uh, and really just propel your career in a very short amount of time. Yeah. I, I can't speak about this heavily enough. <laughs> like, and it's probably, it's been through you and you've helped me do this, but I wish I started posting on LinkedIn <laughs> earlier because I've just seen the network around me just completely expand. Mm. You know, you see, you meet people that you just would have no idea even existed, you know. Um, the other thing with it is around taking ownership of your brand. 
I, lo- I love that around, you know, your resume that's going to one person. Mm. Like this is a perfect way to build your brand. Mm. So use that opportunity and, you know, you're going to meet people that you wouldn't even know existed. Like the mm. other day I caught up with someone from the UFC. For those who know me closely, I, I love MMA. Not that I do it, but I just <laughs> love the sport. I think it's a it's a crazy sport. And, you know, if you had said to me, go and meet a senior marketing guy at the UFC, I'd be like, where would I do that? How mm. would I do that? Purely through LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he said to me, I've seen your posts. I've seen the stuff you guys put out all the time. So that mm. it's just a clear, that's a perfect example for you right there. People just see it and you connect with them. That's yeah. how it happens. Uh, Ryan, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I collect the stats on my LinkedIn posts and <laughs> I, hit, I, hit, I hit a bit of a milestone the other day. Yeah, uh, I've done about 480, 490 posts over the last year and a half since probably what july 2020 since that's an incredible stat well here's the other stat from those 480 posts they've gathered a total of 1.5 million views wow (laughs) so posts that is huge yeah so to get that sort of awareness for your personal profile in any other way would take an incredible amount of time well what's that uh, probably <laughs> 750,000 uh, jobs you can hand your resume to. Say it goes to two people. Yeah. That's a lot of jobs. Exactly right. You put one post on LinkedIn, gets viewed 1,000, 2,000 times, yeah. tag a few people in it, their networks get, see, get to see it too. Makes um, a lot of sense to me. And so over time, yeah, I've been able to gather up 1.5 million views on LinkedIn. And I, I never took it seriously to begin with. So mm. if you're just starting out, that's the power of LinkedIn. Number five is set goals for your work. So this allows you to actually create an impact in your work experience and create examples for your next interview. So a couple of things you should set goals for in your work is how are you going to answer the question, tell me about a time when you've had to use your initiative to achieve an outstanding result. Similarly, tell me about a time where you've had to use your leadership or tell me about a time you've had to demonstrate creative thinking. These are all questions that are typically asked in an interview. So if you want to stand out in that interview, use the time that you've got now and work backwards from there. For example, if you, are, if you imagine that you're going to sit in an interview at the Melbourne Demons Football Club at six, six months' time from now and you know they're going to ask about your mm. initiative and you've currently just joined your local football club, what can you do to demonstrate your initiative right now? Yeah. Well... You might run a luncheon at one of the games on the weekend. You'll create all the awareness for it on social media. You'll organize all the food and drink that you need. You'll sell the tickets and you'll raise some money for the football club. There's a way you can demonstrate your initiative when you get to the interview at the Melbourne Footy Club down the line. So set goals for your work and think about creating an impact in the realms of initiative, leadership and creative thinking. I love that. It's brilliant. It's just literally thinking ahead. You know, a- anytime you, you're out there, you, you're in the zone of trying to find a job in sport, you've got to be looking at those key questions. When have I shown this? When have I shown that? So mm. if you can approach something with those in mind, mm. then you're going to set yourself out with some amazing experience. So it's great to have them top of mind. Absolutely. Finally, number six is escape competition through authenticity. Now, this is a quote from Naval Ravikant, and basically it's a fancy way of saying just be yourself. Yeah. But, but he says it in a way that if you be yourself, you can escape competition. No one can compete with you at being you. 
So in regard to your career in sports, you know, don't be afraid to be open, to be honest, to be yourself, because that's the, those are the parts that people connect with. You know, we're big on saying that the sports industry doesn't hire robots. No. They need people that you can chat to at lunchtime, go for a drink after work, or have a casual conversation in the office. You know, you spend the majority of your life with the people you work with. Yeah. So the people hiring, it's their job to make sure they're hiring good people who they can spend the majority of their life with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're dead right. Yeah. You're dead right. I, I, I think I'm of the view of be over, over honest mm. in an interview. You know, you, you're exactly right there. They're going to be spending a lot of time <laughs> with you. If you can just show straight away that this is me, um, this is who I am, this is, you know, you know, when they say when's, an, when's a mistake you've made, like I, I was very, very over honest <laughs> with that in my first interview at cricket. You know, like I, I honestly think, you know, if you can just show who you are and they can connect with you on an emotional level, mm. uh, then you're exactly right. The, the robot versus someone who's completely honest and open and, is being themselves, mm. they're going to see that from the get-go. Whereas the other candidate, they're going to be like, when will I see that? It's more, I'm going to have to see that in the first few weeks of them being in the job, you know. <laughs> so get out there and be yourself. I totally, I totally love that point. Absolutely. So there's a few spaces you can do this. On your resume, you might add an interests section to your resume just to show some of the things you get up to outside of work. On a cover letter as well, you might go deep into a story about yourself um, that allows people to connect with you. On LinkedIn, you might just share a few things you got up to on the weekend. Uh, and in an interview, there's also a chance for you to be yourself and really connect on the things that are important to you in the ways you want. Um, on top of that, in any sort of meeting, anywhere, any way, shape or form as well. So get out there and don't be afraid to be yourself because I can guarantee the first time you attempt to do it and it comes off, you'll have the confidence to do it again and again and again. Yep, 100%. You know, one thing about being yourself as well, um, I reckon most interviews, you know, when you say you walk up, the interviewer comes and greets you in the door and they're like, hey, how are you going? How are you feeling? I reckon most interviews I've said, gee, I'm nervous. Because <laughs> that just breaks down a barrier straight away. You're dead right. Find the opportunity to break the barrier down. Mm. And I reckon saying you're nervous is probably pretty natural. Absolutely. I don't think anyone's walked into an interview that, is not not nervous yeah. at all. Shows you're real. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Anyway, those are the six points to differentiate yourself. I love it, mate. Well done. Find us on LinkedIn. Plus, be sure to jump into the Sportsquad community. We'd love to chat with you on there. Head to our website to join or head to the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.